I mean, you can do what you want. So just count me down. Count you down? Yeah, don't say the number one, though. All right, okay. Three, two. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 10 of Where the Dude's At. It's not actually episode 10. Today, I'm your host, Thomas Colson. I'm going to be taking us through the best podcast with my co-host and <laughs> lesser host. I think you say lover. And lover. Um, Both acceptable. Yeah. This I'm is... a cuck and a lover, so. <laughs> you should know his voice by now. The one. The only. Hi, guys. Justin Spingle. It's Justin again. Um, <laughs> my voice got a little bit deeper since last time I was on the podcast. And also, there's a lot less echo in the room we're in. Because um, mm-hmm. there's also, like, five less people. So, you know, it just balances out. Justin. Yeah. What's up, Do you Clue? think fenboys are underappreciated? We've talked about this fenboy thing a lot. I feel like fenboy is like a pretty common thing. I don't want people to go and think this is like the fenboy podcast and that's just what we do. We're like the fem, fem guys. That's what that's what you, Justin, like to talk about though. Yeah, because he's a fenboy. I mean, I'm a fenboy too. I, I mean, as I sit here with like hair down in the middle of my back and mm-hmm. I kind of put a little extra sauce on my S's. So, you know, I, I don't know. Everyone, it doesn't matter. I used to just use like a gay voice at school because I girls thought it was funny, and then I was like, "Oh, that must mean they like me." But then they just thought I was gay. So, I mean, I did. Oh, dude. Being gay is pretty funny. It is funny. Well, oh, you know, <laughs> it's a choice too. So I was in, um, I was in middle school, and I asked this one girl on a date. Like, I had a crush on this girl. Okay, I was like, I thought she was super cute. She was funny. She, um. She was like athletic. So I was like, oh, that's cool. And so we talked in class all the time. So I asked her, I was like, hey, do you want to go after school, just hang out? And she's like, yeah, of course. Um, and so um, we were just walking around and I was just like, this is going great. She's laughing. She thinks I'm funny. This is super cool. Oh, no. And um, so I we were just talking and I'm like, yeah, she was like, um, uh, I was like, so do you do you like anybody? And she's like, hmm, not not that I can really think of. She's like, I don't I don't have a boyfriend. And I was like, oh yeah yeah. She's like, D- don't you have a boyfriend? I'm like, ah, ah. Poor Khalil. Uh, I should have at that point. I should have been like, no, but I'm looking. What grade? Um, this was um. Uh, what was this? This was, I almost said third grade. I wasn't here for third grade. This was eighth grade or seventh grade. Here, I'll tell you the name. So I'll just bleep it out. It, it was, was Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For most of you, you just heard it was beep. So. <laughs> well. And you'll never know. My condolences. I don't think you're gay. Thank you. I know it. I've I've put effort into dating multiple girls and trying to, but it, I think it's really just a cover up. I think I probably just am. Really? Yeah. You know, just nothing really Don't excites me like it. when I see a big veiny sweet potato in the grocery store, and I'm like, wow, what else could that be? And I'm like, I used to shove milk cartons in my mouth like all the way down, so like I could see how big I could get. I can fit a can in my mouth. I'd be great at being gay. Shaq saves the world was my own hypothetical that's been living in my brain for a long time. I could take it. I could save the world, and I wouldn't feel a thing. <sighs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dude i give dude i i guarantee you Mm -hmm. i could give the master guck 
Sometimes I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I should leave you <laughs> trying to elaborate about how gay you can be. It's <laughs> just see how far you go if I, I don't like, talk. Hey, I like to have choices. I don't like being uh, shot down to one lane. Everybody's a little bit gay, right? Yeah, it's a spectrum. It is. Love is a spectrum. Love is on the spectrum. And Love on the Spectrum is a good TV show. Have you ever watched it? I haven't heard about it. I'm love on the assuming. Spectrum is where people who are also on the spectrum try to find love. Good for them. It's adorable. It's adorable. Uh, what? I almost said... Are they lesser than us? Really bad. I almost said it's like watching puppies cuddle. Oh, but, God. <laughs> and it, no, I mean, what I mean is like how sweet it is. And it's so great. You know why? Because people on the spectrum cut out all the bullshit. They're like, they're like, this guy's like, hi, my name's Josh. I love dinosaurs and I love going to the zoo. Do you like those things? And then a girl will be like, no. And then he's like, it was nice to meet you. And then leave. Well, I like dinosaurs <laughs> in the zoo. Yeah. What's your favorite dinosaur? Um, this is my pro um, topic change. The Pachycephalosaurus was one of my favorites growing up. And the Iguanodon, because it had iguana, and I liked Iguanodon. Um, but also what I was going to say is there's one guy named Josh in the show Love on the Spectrum, and he is the sweetest human being. He is so optimistic and full of life, and it, it is amazing how cheerful he is and can just go through life smiling. And he's not – he's like – he's smart. Like, he's, he's smart. He really loves dinosaurs. He really loves dinosaurs, you know. Um and he's just like always blasting at like a top ten smile, and it's 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 great. I actually really love it. It is a really feel good show. Personally, my favorite dinosaur is the T Rex. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. I was gonna get back to it. Don't worry. I was just trying to uh, get this done before we try to r- relate Tyrannosaurus Rexes uh, uh, with people on the spectrum. Um, nasty lizards. I think um, is what that translates to. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, I feel like I need a disclaimer. No, tyrant. There. Um, dinosaur refers to nasty lizard, I think, right? It there's a lot of different translations. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I'm not a scientist. I'm mm-hmm. not a paleontologist. I'm not an archaeologist. I didn't even go to school. Well, college. No school. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't even know where I met you. Who are you? What are you doing in my house? Get out. Sorry. So on the Bristol have... stool chart, uh, what what do you rate at? Really, are you, you you taking smooth poops these days? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It varies a lot. It varies. Well, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things. That it's good to manage your your uh, BMs, as we say, mm-hmm. the bowel movements. Um, what what number is smoother? Like, well, like I'm glad seven, you asked. Right? So for anybody who's listening and doesn't know the uh, Bristol stool chart, um, uh. The uh, BSC um, mm-hmm. is um, what people use to measure your bowel movements. Yes, I've seen this photo before. I yes. just don't, I did not commit it to memory. Just so everybody knows, you want a three or a four. Three is a sausage shape with cracks in the surface, and four is <sighs> like a smooth, soft sausage or snake. So. You know, it's one of those days where you can have like a, a two and it's some mild constipation. Um, but you really don't want a seven or a six because that's wall paint. Okay. So. We're going to role play and I'm someone who's never listened to the podcast before. Yeah. Hey, Khalil, I heard you're doing a podcast. What are you talking about? Don't listen to it. <laughs> In fact, as far as whoever told you that, I think they're lying to you and I don't know what you're talking about. 
You don't talk about shit or anything on it? I, uh, no, it's a little bit more, it's, it's, it's kind of boring. It's a little highbrow, actually. It's some smart mm-hmm. stuff, and I don't think you would like it. It's more computer programming-esque. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not even, like, fun sports or anything like that. It's, it's a lot of basic, uh, Python talk. I and... heard that you literally talk about shit, though. Was, were they lying no, to me? No, no, I think they were saying, like, we shoot the shit. <laughs> You know, like, ah, you know, don't you just hate it when Python comes on and then, you know, somebody breaks the build and then all of a sudden you guys have to restart and find out what you're. Yeah, no, I love code, actually. Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, (laughs) I think I like it. I took a class on Python in college. Yeah, it's um, it's called uh, uh, coding 101. Mm hmm. Um. Yeah, don't let that. It'll be great. I'm only Actually, on it every once in a while. So my uh, don't, don't my worry. autistic brother loves. He codes all the time. Does he? Should he uh, check Actually, out your, your podcast? Your autistic brother might like this other podcast called "Where the Dudes At." Um, <laughs> That's not you, though. N- no. Oh, okay. No, some of my friends do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> like that. Thomas you actually kind of. You kinda sound sucks. like you sound like one of those kids on the podcast. I think his name is Thomas Colson. Um, that, you've never insulted me more. I yeah. Well, you know, I I aim to displease people. I kind of get a a rush mm-hmm. off of people's um disapproval. Uh, that's why I live at my parents' house and uh, have a podcast as a career uh, and, and do acting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, did that get too real for you for a second? Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. My family's very supportive. Of me, just so everybody knows. Mostly. How was my acting? Your acting's great. You feel like I I should be in one of your movies? I feel like you should be. I feel like we should actually start mm-hmm. um a movie production company and it will just be like the the group of friends that we have and we just make and write our own movies. And only like I don't know, probably only 30% of them will be hypersexual and uh um gay love uh uh fanfics. Do you so, have like scripts prepared? Gay fanfics? Yeah, a bunch actually. Yeah. I have this one that includes you and Justin because you guys have a uh, good thick hair, and I it's where you guys just oh. like you guys just kind of have to spend the night, but it's really cold out, and all of a sudden you guys it's like oh wow, Justin, it's so cold. I'm I'm so cold, and you guys don't have any blankets. You're sleeping in a car, so what do you have to do? You have to strip and get naked because body warmth is the best warmth. So you guys actually share one blanket, but the problem is is because huh. you're so close, and he's so goddamn hairy. When you guys start rubbing your chest together just from the friction of night, his long long jewish weird portuguese hairs <laughs> crawl all over you and they actually get entangled in yours so you guys hairs make these knots and then it's like velcro you're stuck to each other and then you're like i'm stuck to you but you're so warm and it feels kind of good and he's like it's okay and then him trying to pull away from you like the friction you're like oh, i kind of like that <laughs> and that's just how it starts that's the intro to the fanfic anyways you can let your imagination go where it wants to with that great one. story there might be a problem with the fact that i don't have enough body hair also i'm not gay I didn't, what? Priority in that order. Whoa, hey, whoa. You're throwing the G word around like crazy. I didn't say it was gay. I. Mm, it's a survival fanfic. I'm pretty sure you asked. It's got homoerotic tones, but it doesn't make it gay. It's not fabulous. It's just homoerotic centric. Okay. Maybe I'm down. I'll have okay. To, I'll have to see Justin's body first. Okay, we'll have to do a screen test. It's going to include a private room, one camera, and <laughs> locked doors with one couch in the middle of it. Okay. And I just need you guys to get naked and rub on the couch. And I'll film it. Perfect. I won't say anything, I promise. Can I like... I won't even be there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. 
Um, so the other t- uh, uh, the other dinosaur I like. <laughs> oh, is it hard to phase through the bullshit? <laughs> is it hard to punch through that one, Thomas? You know, I watched a big video on how many dinosaurs actually would have had feathers. Well, yeah, velociraptors are a big one. Yeah, those are definitely kind of birdie. The the velociraptors in the Jurassic Park movies are entirely inaccurate. Way too big for real life velociraptors. They, really? They base them off of um another kind of dinosaur and pick the name velociraptor because it sounds cooler. Really? Yep. Pretty much. I, my entire life has been based off of Jurassic Park velociraptors. Those velociraptors are so inaccurate. So often do I base my understanding of life off of movies. Uh, on the other hand, however, the Tyrannosaurus Rex in those movies is very close to how we still picture it today. Really? What about the Spinosaurus? Because that was another one of my favorites. Uh, that's The Spinosaurus is very special in the dinosaur community where the idea of what a Spinosaurus looks like changes every five to ten years. From what I understand, it was bigger than the Tyrannosaurus Rex, and it did swim. Yeah, the right now, they they imagine the Spinosaurus with a tail closer to like a paddle, like a polywog's kind of tail. Like, yeah, okay, so a fat paddle. Yeah, like very yeah. long and meant for water travel. It's, and is that not more terrifying though? Like an amphibious. Yeah. T-Rex with a giant spine that's bigger and a duckbill mouth. <sighs> Tyrannosaurus it, Rexes are so cool, though. They're stocky. They're like pit bulls, but... They're much uh, they're much fatter than that movie, too. Like a T-Rex. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah, they're bigger structurally. And uh, I know about the big uh, debate over whether or not they had lips covering up all their teeth. Because they probably did. Yeah, but that's they probably had stragglers thinking. hanging and, out, though. And that's uh, that's another thing the movie would have gotten wrong. I've had nightmares where I've been running from a T-Rex in my dreams. I have nightmares where I'm back in college. Oh, dude. I have so many dreams where I'm in high school again. <laughs> so many. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm the same age, and it's just like retaking high school for the fifth year. Mm-hmm. It's a redundant dream. I've had it like every... Every year for my life, multiple times a year, mm-hmm. where I've dreamt I'm my age, retaking high school that year. So I'm 23 in high school again. I'm like, what is happening? Just this week, happening? I had a, another dream about Mr. Kuliu inviting us all back to his class. And we had to, like, he, like, <laughs> I was fully convinced he had annual, like, reunions where he teaches us something still. That'd be funny. <laughs> That'd actually be funny in real life, too. And I, like, woke up and went, like, wait, that's never happened. <laughs> so, and I feel like that's, like, a reoccurring dream, though. Like that happens to me every now. Do you and like then, it and that's though? That's why I. Yeah, that's that. That would be one of the better ones. Oh, so it's a positive, minor like nightmares. It, unless like, it it can spin poorly. But I've 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 started to break the chain, um, where I've just like started doing whatever I want in the dreams. Like I don't let the dreams like control what happens. Like yeah. I don't go to the classes. I don't do anything. I don't let anybody have authority. I just start like doing whatever, and then all of a sudden the world around me starts to change. I don't think I'm that um, aware. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a lack of uh, hallucinogenic fungi, but, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be something I'd, I'd have to see. I, that's another thing I keep bringing up is uh, don't everybody just do mushrooms, by the way. I, I don't do it crazy. I do it like once a month, maybe. It's just a point of contention because a lot of people don't do them. And also, uh, they do weird things to your brain. But they make you giggle. 
and they've changed like my brain chemistry. I already had a pretty diseased brain, so now it's just probably just layering on top of it. So my brain is like, do, 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 you like, seem as weird place. as ever to me. Yeah, I'm always weird. So <laughs> I guess that's fair. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't look back at 14 year old Khalil and be like, yeah, that guy was normal. Yeah, that, that's the epitome of what uh, what a stable uh, middle school kid should be, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was very emotional in school. Luckily, not so much anymore, but in high school I was. And now my mom's mm-hmm. like, "Why don't you show any emotion? Why don't you love?" I'm like, "I'm no, I'm I feel it." You're so masculine. That's funny because earlier we were just saying mm-hmm. uh, everybody at like the gym I go to is testosterone and I am very much made of estrogen. So yeah, I guess you need to start showing emotion more if you're going to live up to that. I, you know, sometimes I think I should just like try to be as emotional as possible so I can learn to cry on cue, which would be uh-huh. a good thing for movies. Uh, the other day, my sister, she she's going through it and my, uh, we're all like sitting down in the living room and she goes, Sometimes I think about who would cry if I died. Like, Thomas, you definitely wouldn't cry if I died. And I I was so offended by that. You're like, Ellie, you're like, no, of course I would cry. But mm-hmm. not, like, for you, but for me. <laughs> My life, personally, would be so much harder. Yeah, it's like, I just, I don't know what I would have to do. I mean, it's like... Who would drive me to Maine and back? yeah. <laughs> It's like what a what a loss of a good <laughs> Uber. <laughs> but yeah, it fucked with me. It's like I guess I'll just sell your crystals and mm-hmm. no, yeah, I know it's that's mm, yeah. I mean, family is tough, man. Like there are people that I wouldn't cry if they died. Oh yeah, naturally, all those fucking rock biters down in Texas. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry to that Texas audience. No, family's tough. I mean, because you, you're very close with your family from what I know. Or you at least are yeah. close proximity. I so. spend a good amount of time with them. And we know a lot of things about each other. Yeah. Especially when you have siblings. And growing up with siblings is a mm-hmm. big factor in that. I didn't have siblings. Yeah. I had a mom. And usually when your only friend is like in the house is your mom. Yeah. It's a lot of fighting. I love my mother. We don't your mom is an angel. though. <laughs> you and Justin have the sweetest moms I've ever met. Yeah. Mine is sweeter, though. Yeah, I would say Sarah is sweeter, but Justin's <laughs> mom is fucking crazy. She's funny. She's really loud and funny. My mother is louder. <laughs> no, no, it's hard. Okay. But no. <laughs> we'll take you to meet uh, Justin's mom one day. Yeah, you'll have to see my mother when she's wound up. <laughs> really? Oh, we were partying with Justin's mom. Yeah. She was drunk in 10 minutes and it was crazy. It was super fun. That's exciting. She's if you can have fun mm-hmm. and be a parent, mm-hmm. that's important, I think. Yeah. Not that I'm a parent, but you yeah. know. Yet. Uh that you know of. No, definitely not. You kind of people. My mom basically gave me the deal. Uh <laughs> my mom and stepdad said that if you have a baby um before like 25, um, we will kill you and keep the child. And I was like, fair enough. That's fun. Trade and then in. my stepdad, Josh, also said he will hold the baby um, at the edge of a mountain face and it will be judged. And if it is deemed unworthy, off it goes. <laughs> and I was like, nice. Thanks. My offspring. How would you judge a, a newborn? Spartan style. If it has a penis? No, I think they just kicked babies off. And if it survived, they were like, this one, this one, this is the one. 
I I just thought they killed the the baby girls. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, luckily we don't live in those old worlds. I think he was just watching too much Warhammer videos, too many Warhammer videos. I don't know. It, it's not for me to say. I mm-hmm. I children are going to be a far thing in the future, you know. Yeah. Why do you want kids? Uh, far down the line. Yeah, let's have some. <laughs> <laughs> want to adopt? Yeah. No. Ah, uh, let's go. Let's go buy one of those cute little Asian babies. I couldn't look after anyone. Let's else. be honest. By the way, you're just buying a baby. Sorta. It's the same way you adopt the dog. People are like, oh, I rescued it. I'm mm-hmm. like, you don't call it. I rescued a baby. Depending on the situation. Yeah, adoption is basically paying for. I almost said a pet. It's but much more it complicated. Though. It is very complicated. And actually, yeah. adoption is a very good choice, by the way. So if you are somebody who doesn't want to have a child, but you want to help take care of the populace and raise the babies that are already there, adopting is a great choice. Yeah. Thanks, Lou. You're welcome. That's a PSA for people who want babies. Foster homes. I don't know. <laughs> it sucks, though. You need to have a lot of resources for that. Yeah. I could never imagine just having, like, 15 children of like different parents in one place like so close to each other well 15 of anything is a lot okay well imagine four you're a parent that has four kids of different parents all adopted you're not their real parent so there's no actual like um uh, chemical bond to the child either and they are not chemically bonded in any way they're not blood related if you get them when they're young enough, it's not going to be any different. Yeah, well, yeah. If, it, you, if you're good in high schoolers, then that's, that's yeah. a whole other thing. Well, it's like what foster homes, sometimes you get older children. Yeah. But, but that's what I mean. It's like a tough gig. I don't think it's much. Having four killed, children in general is a nightmare. Yeah. Can you just imagine? You'd be like, God damn it. All my kids keep sleeping with each other. And then you're just like, you're just so used to it. Like, you're just a tired parent who's like, you don't you don't explain things because you're just so focused on the four children who are like 16 years old in I, your house. I don't think you have a grasp of reality if you imagine <laughs> a bunch of... <laughs> and you're just like, somebody's like, hey, Tom, how you doing today? And you're like, oh, I'm doing pretty good. But I just... you're like, yeah, you look a little tired. You're like, yeah, God. The fucking kids, they won't stop having sex with each other. And, you know, I just try everything. The mom, you know, the wife, we just can't get them to do what we want. They're like, what? And you're like, yeah, they just can't stop fucking all the time. Jesus Christ. I'm like, Sarah, get off your brother. And it's just like, they never stop. And they're like, uh, uh. No. And just because I feel like at some point, maybe you just get so tired, you just stop explaining things. You're like, oh, yeah, they're foster children. But you just leave out that one little detail. You've crossed the line. <laughs> I don't think you understand at all. What? But it's okay. It's fine. That's not what happens at foster houses? I, I'm <laughs> relatively positive. Uh, well, okay. I guess I can be wrong. Uh, there are always exceptions, but that would be... That's a vast minority. Now on Brazzers.com. Like... Like, even on a site like Brazzers, you're <laughs> it's always, like, step family where, yeah. you know. No, the point is they're not actually related. Not, yeah. They're foster kids. They're, none of them are related by any means. Emotionally, they'd, they'd feel like... No, it's foster kids. They could have just met each other. Have you ever watched The Flash, the CW yeah. show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember how they set up him and his love interest in that show? <sighs> oh, as... 
yeah where childhood his mother yeah. died when he's 10 and, and then, then he gets adopted, adopted. by her yeah. father and they yeah. both call him dad that's different though i'm talking about like if you're like somebody who's like 15 or 16 and you get adopted at that age into no, a foster home i'm pretty sure it's like the same thing it depends you're, you're arguing there's that, strangers that thing in the flashes there's correct. strangers who I mean, yeah, the Flash did that, but there's a lot, you know, Barry Allen, whatever. <laughs> that was that's that, worse. That was a show creation too. That wasn't. That's house. weird. That's worse because they were children and then grew up together. These could be 15, 16 year olds who are their first year together. The one new kid comes in. They just met. That's yeah. different. And then you go to like eighteen. <sighs> yeah. The hypothetical is that they're not related. I understand. And it's that the parents Entirely. are like, they're like, they, they, they're just so past it because they have other problems. They're just so focused on other things that they just can't get over it. I'm not talking about brothers and sisters doing it, Thomas. <laughs> they're still brothers and sisters, even if they're not biological. By law? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, like law said, I you could have beat a woman over the head with a broomstick 40 years ago so you know you're thinking the law should change (laughs) (laughs) is that what you're saying that law is wrong no No, i'm trying to think i know that you're gonna argue this to your grave now that i'm (laughs) (laughs) no it's okay okay to what kids don't sleep with your siblings thank you (laughs) <laughs> even if you're not related actually correct i'm glad that took up like five minutes <laughs> that's got to be the title uh don't sleep with your siblings <laughs> other way around sleep with your siblings <laughs> sleep, sleeping a, with it's siblings okay to sleep is biologically <laughs> <laughs> Please sleep with your siblings. <laughs> uh, Why can't foster siblings sleep together? What, it's just what's wrong with sleeping with your siblings? <laughs> Says Khalil, an only child. Yeah, who doesn't understand? <laughs> I'm like, if I had a sister, I would. No, God, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, that's no. awful. You don't have like cousins or anything. I do have cousins, right? and they disgust me. No I'm kidding. I like well, most of yeah. them. You, you wouldn't want to, you know, do the deed with anyone. No. No, especially the ones I know. Well, you know. Nothing you, against my cousins, but you we're can, just very You can marry uh, uh, your first cousins in a lot of states. Uh, I'm good on that. Well, I don't like to spend most of my time around my cousins in most states. Well, that's another reason about... <laughs> uh, most of my cousins. We're very different people. Not to say I don't love my family. I love my family. I love them always, but do I always have to like them? No. <laughs> okay well it's good to hang out with them but i don't think i'd be able to live with them in any capacity for very long amounts of time and i don't know how much this corresponds but would you say a foster family is entirely different <laughs> they're not cousins they're not brothers or sisters they're just people who share a roof they, they're I, roommates essentially i feel like they're gonna start those children all they want is to think of people as family not always a lot of them feel alienated and don't want to just be associated into groups immediately especially if they're moving around multiple foster homes okay it really depends it's it's a personal basis um for sure there's definitely some kids who especially if you've been in the system longer and you've been with a family for a longer amount of time and you function with that family properly of course it's the same as if you were just adopted at a younger age maybe i should start a foster home and then just uh 
No, 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 don't. No, 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 no. Not the kids. You don't get to start the foster home. <laughs> it doesn't work down the line. <laughs> no, no, no. New title of no, the no, podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's okay to adopt a bunch of children. Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. We're not biologically related. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, that's like the 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 movie director who uh, adopted the little Asian girl. So uh, <laughs> that was weird though, because he adopted her when she was a baby, raised her to a teenager, oh. and then was like, "I like this." I'm sure it would only happen because she asked for it. <laughs> uh, that is very much a one sided opinion. I did not say that. Uh, uh, I do not uh, consent uh, to me having a part in what was just said. I just wanted the reaction. <laughs> that is a uh, All whole... listeners understand that I would not or do not want to have sex with anyone underage. Thank you very much. Oh, oh, I don't think she was underage technically. I just think it was his daughter. No, then... Well... It family doesn't matter if you're not biologically related, Khalil. That's your argument. Yeah, but my point was that they were they were in a household as roommates, not blood siblings, versus mm-hmm. somebody you raised from childhood, as, like as a baby, who yeah. is your daughter. That's the difference. I was arguing people who are hypothetical mm-hmm. um, in like... That's... That's a side grade versus an up and down. Would you argue that like the stepsister thing is okay? If like no, because you still share half you? a sibling. No, wait, no, you don't. No, you don't. That's yeah. half sister. I'm thinking that's, no, that's totally like... yeah. It depends. Have you ever? Did you know them from childhood? Are they new? If you were raised together, that'd be weird. Uh, but yeah. if it's just some hot hot sibling, <laughs> who, so hot sibling. If it's just some hot person who moved into your house and is now living with you. But that happens actually a lot. I think. I think. I think actual relationships develop between like step siblings a lot of the time. Too. And you're saying that's perfectly fine. I see. If if that's the way you want to live your life, that's fine. <laughs> I couldn't, because I enjoy my time away from my family a lot. So if somebody is in my family by any means, I love to get away from them sometimes. Yeah. I. I having a stepsister myself, I would say that that is not okay. Yeah. Well, who's your stepsister? Mike has children. Does he? Yeah. Oh, good for Mike. Yeah. I like they're, Mike. They're all older than me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. We've never lived in the same house. So you don't even really too. know her. But maybe if she lived with you. Mike's been around for a decade, dude. I know maybe, his kids. Maybe if she... Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> did she, she did live with you, though. No. Oh, so she lived she, with her mother. Oh, so I was to say, if she lived with you and you guys clicked, I mean, haha, very funny. Haha, yeah, it's still your sister, especially when you've known mm-hmm. them for a decade. So it's very funny when Ben. Uh... Oh, he's somebody who I would see full throttle on my side. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> he would have no quarrels. He'd uh-huh. be like, "What's wrong, Thomas? What are you a fit?" No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Me up. <laughs> He would use a lot more hate speech. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ben's my brother for any listener who doesn't know me. Yeah, let's just dox your brother. And his uh, coordinates are... We talked about him last podcast. Yeah, I know. 
Mm-hmm. Where this is just gonna be like us, like people are gonna be like, "Wow, I never want to meet Ben." What's You're your like, favorite you and do. least favorite part about Ben? I like how um, motivated he, he is. I like that he's weirdly um, uh, disciplined in his mm-hmm. own strange way, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's good. However, I think that the military is also tainting his brain. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was at a halfway point when he was younger, especially 18, because uh, I don't think... He fell to the dark side. I don't feel like 18-year-olds should be forced to make life-altering decisions at that age, because that's not even a quarter of your life. Every 18-year-old has to. Yeah, it actually could be around a quarter of your life, and then you're just going to decide what you do for the rest of your life. That's a lot of weight to put on an 18-year-old, especially mm-hmm. someone who's struggling a little bit. So he could he was in this halfway point where he was like, okay, do I join the military? What do I do? Go to, mm-hmm. Do I go to school? Do I just take time off? And I think taking time off is the right answer, especially if your family is stable and supportive. I think what happened was he went into the military, and somebody who could have either went up or like went... I mean, it's both going up. He could have went up in two directions. I think this pushed him a very dark direction, <laughs> hard left. Like a whole killing younglings kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. it put ideals in his head that an 18-year-old shouldn't have, and it put him in an environment where he's surrounded by other people who are worse than him, who are now affecting him. Yep. And he's somebody who is more emotional we than call you it might think. Full immersion therapy. Yeah. Well but, yeah. but now full immersion into the Confederate South. I believe that's brainwashing. Because he's he's an emotional guy. He's he's smart and he feels things, right? He's not like just some some killing machine who feels nothing. He does have emotions. Yeah. And so I think people Especially towards black people. Mm, mm, I think that he says things but he doesn't really mean it. That's what that's all I know. He uses it because he just hears it and he regurgitates it because he mm-hmm. hears people he looks up to say it. I don't think he really means that. I think he is somebody who got altered by that. And I think what he really wants to say, he's too afraid to say because he thinks he would get bullied for it. I think he's further gone than you think. He might be further gone now. But I remember at, a, at one point he was still goofy and sweet. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a real that's a real shame. But I think he could go where he wants. He is able to make his own decisions. My favorite part about Ben is his jawline. My he least favorite part jawline. about Ben... He's a good-looking kid. ...is probably... His mustache. Women? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean the racism. Or the racism. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Is it that one's fine though? Yeah, that one usually slips by. <laughs> <laughs> Not like, quite as bad. You're as just so mustache. used to hearing it at this point. You like you just hear a few uh, mm-hmm. flying. I've watched too many you. Tarantino movies. You, yeah, yeah. That one's rough. Um, anybody who doesn't know a Quentin Tarantino movie, uh, go watch Django Unchained and tell me what you think. Uh, write in. Uh, mm-hmm. Just you know, I'm sure it will make you feel some sort of way. Um, watch it with your grandparents. Watch it with your grandparents. Uh, yeah. watch it with your girlfriend's black parents. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, whatever. Watch it with your black girlfriend. That's not from experience, is it? No. Yeah. What makes you think that? <laughs> I wanted a story time. That's why I asked. No, there wasn't really a story time. She was just goes, "What do you say?" And then, uh-huh. that, and then she, then she very quickly was like, "Oh, okay." And it's like, mm-hmm. "This is the world we live in now." Um. But she liked it. She didn't quite understand like all the uh, nuances of like what was happening in the moment because Tarantino likes to try to be smart with his subcontext, yeah, um, and throw a lot at you that if you don't know, I like when he's smart and it takes the girl's shoes off. 
Yes, every movie. <laughs> every movie's got a foot thing. Mm-hmm. More flip-flops, please. More flip-flops, more Crocs. Flip-flops and Crocs. Which, by the way, if you wear those, your feet smell. So, True. please, wash your feet. Jesus Christ. Flip-flops are not real shoes, and exposing your feet to the elements makes them smell bad, too. And Crocs. Big rubber masturbation shoes is what those are. A lot of people in our friend group like Crocs. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm disgusted by Crocs. I, they're comfortable, don't get me wrong, but I won't own them. I don't want them. I don't care for them, personally. I don't care for them either. And people I, just wear I them haven't even worn them. To like... They're slippers. Oh, Ben likes Crocs, too. He, he wears Crocs. They're meant to be waterproof. You wear them in the garden, but people wear them out. As if they're normal shoes. You're wearing slippers to church. You're wearing slippers to go to the store. Now, maybe that's hyper-judgmental. And I am judgmental. I'm kind of an asshole. They're but that's okay. Slippers. Huh? They're uglier than slippers. They're uglier than slippers. But then again, the same thing goes for Uggs, which I also think are ugly. Yeah. But they're at least for winter. They're for protection. Yeah. Yeah. So I can get behind that. Not a fan. Of Uggs? Oh, really? Uh, I was... I was putting a, a period at the end of my Croc statement. I would, oh, okay. I'm not going to comment on Uggs. You don't want to get a nice, smooth pair of men's Uggs? <laughs> Personally, I, I wear a pair of sneakers every day. Yeah, so same. I'm not really one to talk. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, on the topic of feet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. I had an idea in my head. Well, what, do you, what are your thoughts on feet, Thomas? Um, the soles are the best part. Do you, is that a real thing? For people who like, with a foot fetish, yeah. Really? Because yeah. I never really got it. Yeah, they like the bottom of the foot the most. I just, okay, from my experience, because I do kickboxing, feet disgust me for the most mm-hmm. part. I was listening to a podcast where they talked about Pulp Fiction this morning, so, and one of them knew his shit, apparently. Oh, okay. So Some I, guy who got a little too into the, got a little too deep into mm-hmm. the, the nuance of a good foot scene. Yeah. Yeah. So he so probably that's directed a few of his own. That. Let's be honest. Maybe he, <laughs> the guy is a furry. No, <laughs> great podcast. Oh man, what what's a um sardonic cast? It's all um, sardonic cast. Yeah, it's three YouTubers I watch and the never talk seen about it. Movies. I'll check it out. I like movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They do like a new release and then they do one that they recommend. Really? So like. So, like, for a half hour, they'll talk about whatever is new. And then second half hour, they talk about whatever the other one guy says that everyone should watch. All right. So, they, like, do their favorites. Well, then, here's a question for you. What's your favorite movie of 2022? Oh, God. The Batman. Really? You like The Batman? Yeah. A lot of people said it was mid. I uh, Batman mid. It's not. Caveman four heads. But it... I, I think out of all the movies this year, that one was made the most for me. Really? I liked it for a bunch of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people said it was like, oh, they are like they were not about it. Mm-hmm. So they'd be like, oh, you know, you could guess what was going to happen, blah, 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 blah. I didn't really guess with that. I, when I go to a movie, I turn my brain off. I like yeah. to watch the movie. Is it entertaining? Does it look good? Is the story followable? Is it cool? Mm-hmm. And I thought that movie was great because it was Batman and he wasn't, it didn't waterboard you with, my parents died. Uh, he's young Batman. He's not great at being Batman yet. Yeah. But he's a detective, which is what Batman is, the world's greatest detective. It was the movie that adapted the idea of Batman the best so far. I think so. I think so. It has some 
some of my cons with it would be I hate the Joker cameo. They didn't yeah, even put in Joker. Took me out of it. I don't like the scene <laughs> where Batman's inter- interrogating Paul Dano mm. <laughs> when they like <laughs> where he starts singing memory. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> like behind the bar. I feel and then, they didn't set up the flooding of the city well enough for me. Maybe I missed it, but I think it was kind of. I think that was supposed to be like a shock thing. Though. Yeah, like it was the, building up to it. That didn't really hit the way. Paul Dano is really good. To... I like him. He's a, a great lot. actor. Although I feel like he just tried to be like Heath Ledger. I think it was a little <laughs> too close of a character. Uh huh. Um, but he's actually in another movie called Swiss Army Man, which is a really good movie. Um, where he has magical director uh, uh, um, the, Daniel Radcliffe what, is a the, farting the farting zombie yeah with a uh, magical directional boner um, and he's slowly coming back to life the more he learns how to love that was a that's a big director is that's not the everywhere what's I don't remember. what's the director of that one it might have been an A24 that movie yeah. is amazing that movie makes me feel that movie makes me love um, I would I would say everything everywhere all at once was my 2022 pick um for favorite most impactful movie on me personally mm-hmm. uh cry like a baby you know everybody cries watching that movie it is what it is except my grandma who did not get it yeah and i was like oh that's okay so you're sorry, just a hateful man. german the so. guy who directed that directed everything everywhere all at once what was the name uh daniel kwan daniel kwan there you go i couldn't remember his name but i was pretty sure that that was swiss army man was one of his past ones hey daniel Same kwan way. my name's Khalil serfici i'm an actor based out of boston massachusetts i'm six one uh <laughs> yeah. if you ever need an actor uh who uh, uh, doesn't say uh, uh too many hateful things um he's great at looking dead and farting i can fart uh pretty much on command uh, i can burp on mm-hmm. command really easy he kind of has uh, natural hot dog fingers i do have natural hot dog fingers i have big wide hands if i am half asian <laughs> i'm half asian uh german and italian i'm all of the axis powers uh minus all the hate um all the power none of the hate all the power none of the hate <laughs> Uh, that's funny oh jesus that's fine whatever i'm sure you'll get a call any minute now i'm sure he'll hear it uh, (laughs) when i release it um and you know whatever happens happens Uh, please sign me um Mm -hmm. you know and now what do we talk about now dicks right after that that's like let's go let's go let's go oh we were still going into our favorite movies talk, yeah, yeah talk more about why you love everything everywhere all alone i mean i feel like we've talked about this before I, but you know as far as actual movie goes mm-hmm. there was a lot of things that happened it was very original yes. i think it was original it was you could tell it was going to end happy mm-hmm. that was always going to happen it was going to end happy because it was all about the emotional journey and loving family for sure mm-hmm. um the aspects it wasn't just about the mom and daughter i love that too it had three main characters um, with the father. And his story, I think, was really good, too. How he's, like, a very supportive husband, even though it can be hard. And the scenes with him and, like, trying and failing and trying and failing, yeah. I feel like I can relate to that pretty heavily. Because um, I feel like a lot of men feel like that, um, whether you're a father or not. Um and I got very emotional in some scenes, especially when he was running around with his daughter, because that's like my mm-hmm. ideal uh, family. Um, oh. Uh, but it was hard because he struggled a lot, too, and he was just trying to hold everything all together. He was constantly working to hold everything together. Um, I think they all were. No, I would say his primary goal was to hold everything together family-wise. The yeah. wife focused more on the business and making sure... Business was going well. Yeah. Um, 
And then the daughter was just focused on trying to self-preserve and make sure her needs were met. So there was different focuses everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. But it was all still family-oriented, trying to survive a family, especially like an Asian-American family, if you you understand what that life can be like. It, it's difficult for everybody, absolutely, but obviously the main cast is Chinese. I I enjoyed it, and I did get emotional too, but I feel like I might have... I think all the talk about it is detrimental. To, like, if I had gone into that movie knowing nothing, that would have been a much better experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of did that to you too, because I was talking about it. i had seen it like three or four times at that point yeah but with the circles i'm in online and everything yeah i, I hear so much about movies you watch podcasts about movies and yeah they talk about new releases which is i feel like that's you're, you're cutting yourself out of a lot of new releases at that same time well part of the joy of movie is experiencing the movie if it's something that i know i want to go in blind then i will yeah but for surprises like everything everywhere like yeah Marvel movies, I have completely mm-hmm. spoiled for myself. Marvel movies are dead to me. They are just yeah. kind of a copy pasta of all these different superhero things. The if, new Avatar, I I know so much about that. And yeah, I don't care to watch it now. Very few things excite me. I'll do the same thing with some video games. You know, mm-hmm. um, I really love A twenty four films because they are usually weird. Yeah. Um, they don't have to follow any sort of genre, and they just kind of go their own direction. I like movies like that that challenge my brain. That I don't always like them when they first start. Sometimes they feel really slow, and I'll end with an experience like, oh, you know, that was actually good. I like movies that challenge the norm of how a normal movie operates. Sometimes there's multiple climaxes. Sometimes a climax happens early, and then the rest of the movie is a resolution. Stuff like that. And then... Everything Everywhere All at Once, they really played with it, with the different ups and downs and ups and downs. Um, and they also did cool things with the camera itself. With a sudden change to action scenes, aspect ratio changed when that first fight scene with Ki Hui Kwan, Ki Hui Chun. He's so good to listen to. The fanny pack was the first thing where he, he like, chews the chapstick and like, first of all that always gets me the paper cuts get me too yeah and he takes the fanny pack and he starts it's ridiculous because people are flying around they're hitting things and it's just a a fanny pack with some sand uh, it deserves all the like yeah. attention it's getting but it has a throwback to those old like fight scenes where like the aspect ratio zooms in and so it's a little bit more intense because all of the action is right there and that's just a cool little thing because you don't you, when you're watching the ultra widescreen, it's full, right? It covers the whole screen. Yeah. And then the aspect ratio zooms in, so the black border squeezes everything, so your attention is really focused on that one spot. And then it just lets all the action sink because he's got the fanny pack; it's swiping from left to right, it's going all across the screen, so your attention is drawn like that. It gets you, it gets you moving your head like whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Following the action. Here's a question. Yes. You are an aspiring actor. Yes. And filmmaker eventually. What would be like a dream role? Dream role. Um, I love action films. I've watched action Mm -hmm. films my entire life. I would do an entire movie on action films where I'd watch an action film every week and talk about it with a (laughs) co-host. I know everything from the actors' lives. I know how they grew up watching the Peking Opera. I know the different beats. I do stunt work. I do fight choreography. I want to do something very akin to um there's a actor named equal ways he did um a movie called the raid redemption okay um the raid colon redemption i've heard of the movie amazing 
amazing cult classic, uh, not even the highest budget of any movie by far, mm-hmm. but the action is so great. It's so intense. It's so real. The, um, everybody is on the project is just like, it's all South Asia, Indonesia. Um, it's a very stylistic movie. Um, and you can just tell that they just want to make awesome stuff. Like they're a country that grew up with less resources. They watch these movies and they just want to make awesome stuff. Um, Jareth Evans, I believe, is the director of that. Hmm. Um, and he's amazing. He does action really well. He lets the actors and guys who know what they're doing do their job while he just directs. Um, and he's got really good vision. And he just makes good products. Um, so I think working with Jareth Evans on a, um action film, like a real action film, those OG style, just hack and slash, awesome, badass stuff, yeah. would be my dream. Awesome. Jareth Evans. And a lot of people won't know, even know his name. He's not yeah. a Spielberg. He's not a um he's not a Tarantino. He's not an Anderson. So, you know. I know a good amount of directors' names. More than your average bloke. But I believe you. I don't even know that. I mean you watch a film podcast. I do. Yeah. I listen to one. Who is your favorite director? Oh God. Would you say in general? If you have one. I don't think whose I movies could do name you resonate anyone. with a lot? I don't think I can name a director. Whose movies would you think hit you in a certain way that really draws you towards them? Even if it's just one movie. Yeah, there's never been a thing where I just... There's never been a director where I'm like, I love this, I need to check out everything. Like There are a lot that I could name most of their catalog, but I, I, there's none that I really associate and care deeply for. Um, what if I throw, okay, what about Christopher Nolan? Original Dark Knight. Yeah. How'd that hit you when you were younger? Because you love Batman. I, I appreciate his Batman movies, but they're so different from what you, what Batman really is. They're, it feels like a Bruce Wayne movie. They're dark and and hyper-realistic. And the Joker's incredible, but his, I, I, I've seen most uh, some of his movies. I've seen the Dark Knight trilogy. I saw Tenant, and yeah, sure. I've seen more than that. Inception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's doing a new uh, one too. Um, but he is somebody. Dark Knight. People I respect, but yeah, and, I agree with you. The folly of his, I think, was that it was hyper realistic and it mm-hmm. strayed from what Batman is. Where there is things like giant alligator men and uh, luchadors that take uh, drugs and make them five times the size. I want a Batman movie with Robin in it. No, his little sex slave. They haven't. Robin could be so much more than that. He is, and actually, for anybody who thinks that that's just like a gimmicky thing, Robin is a super awesome character, and there's mm-hmm. multiple Robins. Yeah, Tim Robinson, is that's his name, right? No, not Tim Robinson. Tim something. Tim Drake? Tim, uh, no, that's... Uh, Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson becomes Nightwing. He's his own badass who yeah. often fights with Batman. Um, and yeah. he was a gymnastics. The flying... Uh, Gra- I almost said the flying dicks. Um, <laughs> the flying Graysons. Love that. His family died yeah. in a circus. Um, there is uh, Todd, Jason, Jason Todd, yeah. who is the Red Hood, who if, is... Imagine that on the big screen. So cool. He is my favorite Robin. The problem is they couldn't lead with that. They need a like built establish yeah. and it would have to be rated r because he just goes in with 250 cal desert eagles and just shoots people to death yeah so yeah and just kills people 
indiscriminately. If they did Death in the Family, that'd be incredible. And he's not a bad guy either. He's an anti-hero, which is mm-hmm. awesome. I love anti-heroes. Yep. Venom, Deadpool, Jason Todd. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't... I'm not in love with those kind, those other kind of characters as much as that. Man. Venom... Griffin loves Venom. Yeah. So... Venom, it feels like he he looks so cool. Yeah. But there's not much else to it. No. Not in the movies. Not and the movies. even in the comics, there's the origin story, and I like the symbiote suit. He's also when, really when weak. When Peter's in the black suit. But after Venom goes on his own, he's not as interesting to me. No, and he's the like the weakest of those characters in his own comics. Yeah. Um. Even though he's the mother symbiote. Uh-huh. I don't know as much about Venom in his own comics. I know he yeah. does become an anti-hero and Agent Venom yeah. is a thing and all that. He mostly just helps with mm-hmm. the other symbiotes more than yeah. anything. Um, it's it's one of those things that, again, I can't deal with Marvel movies and stuff because they're just – they follow a formula. They're too formulaic. Um, I like DC's standalone films. I think mm-hmm. DC's standalone films are better than any of the franchise films they've done. Um, Joker, I love that movie. You don't like it? Uh, Joker didn't hit it for me. I don't think of it as a Joker. I think of it as a standalone. Just It's a film named Joker, and it has the essence of a character, but I like to just let it be what it is. Yeah. Um, and just be a really tragic story. They never... It didn't feel original. Like, it didn't feel like it did anything new. Really? Yeah. Like, it's new because it's the first comic book movie to have done that. Yeah. But... I feel I feel a little opposite. I feel like the way it made me feel watching the and movie. Was I was in a very bad. I had a. I was going through a really tough time when I went to the theater and watched the Joker. Really, that didn't make you feel good, huh? And that was the first like, I was feeling very alone and everything. And oh, that's I, not a movie. You and I went with some college people. Like it was the first time I'd been to the theater after my breakup. Yeah. And so going with people i don't know as well compared to going out on a date and yeah f- feeling alone and like pe- no one likes me and then the movie's about loneliness and, and sadic us yeah, yeah it was just a like sedition i i was <laughs> it hurt watch going through that like <sighs> yeah that i can imagine so. but the whole thing is it's supposed to be punchy it's supposed to be mm-hmm very cringy in in the sense that it's like Ugh, why yeah. or oh oh why don't do that oh and he did it and like when he first the very first murders of that mm-hmm. movie when he shoots those guys on the train i was like oh shit like it it kind of hits you a little bit and i think it's another one of those movies that fell victim to me hearing too much about it beforehand Cause yeah i watched it like probably a month after it had already been doing out. that to yourself and i man. didn't think i'd go out to see it until like someone was like hey Let's yeah. go to the movies. You cannot let people's uh, preconceived notions of a film spoil your brain's uh, idea because everyone's mind is different. And the, the thing of when you go to a movie is you shouldn't ruin it for yourself because you should really – the whole goal is to experience a movie, right? Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of them that I don't expect to watch, and I so I listen to people talk for a long time, and, yeah. and I – nothing surprises me have you heard anything about a movie called white noise no it's with adam driver i know him yeah you know adam driver go home watch the movie called white noise it's a movie that is um it's hard to follow at first if you don't know Mm -hmm. what you're getting into 
it's a movie based on the world of academia and the language they use is Shakespearean in the sense that most people won't talk like that on a day-to-day basis. Okay. Um, but if you can follow, which I think you'll follow just fine. I'm very smart. There's a lot of nuance. Um, it's a lot of engineering stuff. Actually, there's a lot of stuff between, um, uh, scholars and stuff, but it's a very unique movie experience. Mm-hmm. I would recommend watching it and just forming your own opinions. I wasn't the hugest fan of it, but I thought it was new. Yeah. Um, weird. And it got me to just think a little bit. Mm-hmm. It had, you think it's going to go one direction and then it goes a different direction and you're like, I don't know where I am anymore. And then you're like, wow, this movie's really long. And then it just has a strange resolution. So, you know, yeah. I think a lot of the movies I enjoy are what's comfortable to me. Like I enjoyed the new Marvel stuff mostly yeah. too. I think I liked the new Thor more than most people and everything. It's an easy watch. The new Thor was funny. I think yeah. it's funny. And it, and it feels good. Yeah, and Marvel's stretching way too thin right now yeah. with all the Disney Plus stuff. I, I and think, like, as someone who tries to keep up with everything, it's too much. Yeah. Uh, same with Star Wars. I that was my biggest gripe when Disney bought Star Wars all the way back in like 2013. Yeah. Like, I I was I really didn't want it to be like Marvel, and. It's, they're doing just that. Don't you just hate that, you know, when it all just becomes homogenous? And that's what happens because they mm-hmm. bought the company. Yeah. I think uh, it needs like, chaos. It's great. Imagine going a decade without a Star Wars project. It and, uh, like, all the hype for The Force Awakens. I want to feel the hype again. Oh, that bag of turds? It, uh, the Force Awakens was fine. It's the sequels that ruined the I'm trilogy. Just, uh, yeah, Force Awakens is fine. I'm just happy they got retconned. Retconned? Yeah. Didn't they? They all got scrapped. No. Really? I thought that was the whole thing is like those movies didn't exist and people just don't want to accept them. Disney's keeping distance from them for now. Yeah. Where they're not like making new content in that time period. Yeah. Especially when John Favreau but, comes in and makes the best Star Wars thing to come out in who knows how long. But that, the, they didn't, they, it's still canon. You know. We'll see. Yeah, I know. It, it yeah. I had not become canon. I had issues with all of the directorial choices and um, decisions in that movie because a lot of them are chaotic, went back on themselves, and mm-hmm. just like ended up meaning nothing in the end. Um, yeah, I, I'm not too big of a fan of Ryan Johnson. I really didn't like him after Last Jedi, but and it seems like a lot of people have, have forgiven him for Knives Out and. Like with I like Knives Out and Glass Onion, the new one. I like Glass Onion, but and Knives Out was better than Glass Onion. It was, it was Gla- much better. Glass Onion, I felt the Last Jedi in it, like with the writing of the characters and everything. I did not like the main main female's leads character, the the black woman. Yes. Yeah. I didn't like her character because it was a little, it took me out of it. I was like, is this like what it, it felt like a comedy? Mm-hmm. It felt like it was goofy all of a sudden. It was goofy a little bit because of Edward Norton's character. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that was just like, this is cheesy now. I love him in the movie. I forget his name. Uh, huge actor, uh, James Bond. Daniel I, Craig. Daniel Craig. I love his character. Mm-hmm. His character is awesome. I love him in Knives Out. I like the meme going around where he should the next sequel should be him surrounded by Muppets. <laughs> like Muppet murder mystery. Muppet murder. That would be so funny if they just did a one off. Yeah, Daniel that's Craig the is the only of human. Stuff, that's the best though. 
if if you that's the best stuff because it's like what am I watching? Oh, this is so whimsical. This is so fun. And he you can tell he has fun with that knives out role. Yeah. Um what's his name? Detective. It's a French name. Benoit Benoit Blanc. Ben, yeah. Benoit LeBlanc. Is that what it is? There's no La. Um Benoit Blanc. That sounds close enough. I think so. But yeah. he's like a New Orleans Creole detective whatever. That is so different from his James Bond character and yeah. him normally. He seems like he's, he enjoys it. He has a different accent. He's boisterous. He's super loud. He's expressive. He, that guy is great in that role. And you can tell he really enjoys it. And imagine him doing it with Muppets. Yeah. That, I want that. That would be so... Because he'd have the crazy accent. That's when you can tell that somebody really enjoys the writing. Uh-huh. I feel like his character of being like, it's just stupid. When he had the whole freak out where he's like, it's just stupid. The whole thing's plain stupid. Was mm-hmm. very much him just talking about like the, <laughs> the concept of what was going on. And yeah. her boat burning the Mona Lisa. Sorry, spoiler. But the, you, you're better off just watching Knives Out. Um, yeah. Not that I didn't like... Um, the lead actress, I think she did a good job acting. I just think the writing was goofy, and they made her a goofy character. Mm-hmm. The whole, oh, it's really her twin sister. Yeah. Uh, that, and she slips into this goofy southern accent all of a sudden. When they revealed that and spent a half hour getting us back to the point yeah. where we were at. Yeah. because she too much for me. She turns into a cartoon Southern woman. Mm-hmm. She's not like a normal Southern lady. She's like, "Well, golly, Mister Blanc, I just I, when I went out there, I didn't know what's going to happen to yeah. me." You'd think if they were twin sisters, they'd have the same accent. Yeah, but one girl, I guess, trained herself out of it. But even <laughs> then, just like dialing it back, yeah, dialing it back a little bit would have made it better. But they probably, mm-hmm. and this isn't her fault, I don't think. They were probably telling her more, more energy. You get that in the background a lot. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of like, especially on those. I sorry Netflix. I actually love most of Netflix's stuff. What's the best original they've done recently? White Noise is pretty good. It's that weird. That was the Netflix one. Um, they, Knives Out because is... they pump out so much. Knives Out wasn't or was not Netflix original. That oh, was, it wasn't. That was theaters. They do do a lot of stuff. Um, do do. <laughs> um, because I feel like Netflix is so quantity over quality. But every once in a while, you get a really good one. Dahmer was that Netflix. Cyberpunk was Netflix. Cyberpunk was good. Yeah, we can give them points. Dahmer was. I didn't Dahmer. watch it. I didn't watch it, but it was. Everybody says it was good. I'm not gonna watch that serial killer thing. No, that doesn't feel right. No. Yeah, I'm not into that world. It's I, too real for me. I like fantasy dark. If there was yeah. a space serial killer like Lobo, sure, whatever. <laughs> I watched um I watched the Stranger Things and I loved it right. when only batch one was out of season four. Oh yeah, okay. And then when the finale kind of ruined all the hype for me, because it just kind of went back on it. I you notice it should have ended the trend. Every single Stranger Things season, they kill off the new character they introduce, and they g- give you a fake out death, like yeah. season one when they. When you think Eleven's dead, and then season two, they kill the stepdad, and you think, well, season three, you think Hopper's dead, and they kill Max's older brother, yeah, and then season four, they kill um, the guitar guy, and you think that Max is dead. I think it either should have ended with Eleven saving her and her being dead, or like stopping the thing, but her being like dead, kind of. They needed to kill more people. Yeah. That would have made me happy. They did at the end. The very last minute, they killed a bunch of people. But I was like, that doesn't count. They needed to kill more people. It was easy deaths. Um, and then... 
No, I, I mean like named characters. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And then, or they should have just let the world fall apart. They should have mm-hmm. just been like, oh, the, they lost, the world's over. And I kind of lost faith with that season finale because now I know the series finale mm. isn't really gonna. I had an old, I had a whole idea for a character that I wrote on my phone for Stranger mm-hmm. Things of us because the American government is going against Eleven and the team. Uh-huh. So I had the idea that they started training one guy mm-hmm. um, who had psychic powers, but the whole thing is that they were scared of was Eleven having her telekinesis stuff. So I had the idea that, okay, they put a limiter on him. They never trained him how to use telekinesis, but he's resistant to other telekinetics like Eleven. So he just uses his powers to make him ungodly strong, like he can enhance his own body because he can't use them on other things. So... And then it, it cuts to like training clips of him when he's younger, and then the military is training him for all these things. Yeah. And so he eventually gets out, and then they put him out. He dresses like a hippie because this is all the seventies and eighties, and so he gets like longer hair, and he's like a sleeper agent for the military with these super strong powers. And then eventually the gang, you know, he meets the gang. He tries to kill them at first, and then eventually they kind of convince him because Eleven's gonna eventually best him because her psychic powers are just strong. She's crazy. It feels too complicated. No, no, no. But then the thing is, he eventually becomes a good guy. And of course, following Stranger Things trend, I wrote this for them based on how they do it. He's going to die trying to save Eleven at one point because there's going to be crazy monsters and maybe he's going to try to fight the monsters. And then the one thing is going to attack her. He's holding on to it, whatever. Maybe he just jumps into a cliff. They sacrifices himself while killing the crazy monster that's trying to kill Eleven, blah, blah, blah. Then she goes on, kills what's-his-face, Vecna, and then They need whatever. to stop introducing new characters. <laughs> I love new characters. I love them. The Terminator guy was a co- cool touch in the... <laughs> The season, you know. Yeah. It's just, it's too much. I think it depends. I think if you can do one that has an impact on the story, go for it. Yeah. Um, Eddie, I liked. Um, he had a decent impact, and he was a cool character. He was fun. Yeah. He had, his guitar solo was iconic. You know, that was a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, he died. I feel it, like he also didn't need to die. It, it was... And the fan base is was pretty bad around that point. Really? Yeah, with the auto tune song on. I feel like Steve could have died, and that would have really hit me harder. I feel yeah. like if Steve died, what's his face and his girlfriend made up instead of just having a weird love triangle. The love triangle was weird. The new season. I didn't like that. How it just went back to Steve, but they're just fanficking everything into existence. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't know. It's following that Star Wars trend where the fan base of, like, these new age people are starting to kind of control stuff. Where, like, the dark, like, sci-fi fans are, like, losing out now. So, like, people who originally liked it are kind of, like, out. I don't know. Because it, it, it's, like, a weird thing where I feel like they're not really giving people a good story. And they're just trying to focus on, like, whatever they think people will like because they hear about stuff, like, on Reddit. Yeah, I'm not sure what who they're trying to appeal to i feel like the it's the same fan base stranger things i feel like it depends maybe it's the people who were like drawing pictures of steve Mm -hmm. harrington like oh we ship steve and yeah it's those people who they appeal to because netflix is very much disney kind of they act like disney they act yeah yeah exactly Mm -hmm. they're doing to their shows what star wars does they're not as filtered in what content they produce no hbo is great because it still just releases dark bangers i've been missing hbo i i'm not my family stopped paying for it so i either have to pull the trigger and yeah buy it myself it's tough because you get i think you i feel you get better content that makes you feel 
more like a normal human watching HBO stuff. It's going downhill after because it merged with Discovery. So they're like pulling stuff that they'd never need to pull. Yeah. I think like Westworld got dropped. Oh, really? Which is so strange. I feel like with the ability of Amazon to allow... I mean, Amazon's going to take over eventually at some capacity because Amazon allows indie films on their site. Yeah. So I feel like indie creators are going to get tired of all this HBO, all this Netflix drama, and they're going to start making their own really original movies, putting it on Amazon, and then Amazon's going to just take off for people who actually like movies. Amazon is so... They need to work on their UI if they want anyone to use it as much as Netflix. It's so bad. I I only go to Amazon when I know... It's ugly, too. Like, I watch The Boys... I love the boys. Uh, I watched Invincible. I love Invincible. And the Critical Role show is there. Really, is it? Oh, I'll check it out then. Yeah. But it is an ugly UI. It's not it's nice so to look bad. at, and it's not nice to search like through. Like, the seasons are in different, count as different shows. You search names of shows, and it brings you individual episodes. Uh-huh. You're like, there's too much stuff to look at. But the only good thing Amazon does is when you get to see the cast whenever you pause. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Or little information, little tips and stuff. That is yeah. fun. But fix the ui because it is grayscale and weird yeah and like it's just like it's not optimized for most things it, it doesn't feel like you're supposed to be streaming on it it feels cheap yeah it feels yeah. like a like you're streaming from a chinese third-party website yeah yeah like you're on a sorry amazon book me in more of your jobs <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. anyways that was a long talk about films i like i could talk to you about films all day and we should do i'm passionate about it too we should do more episodes of film talk i feel like we could just dedicate like an episode like a bonus episode of just film talk and i could stuff. totally do a full spinoff show just yeah for anybody that, that appeals mm-hmm. to because i we go a little chaotic between the dark stuff the family mm-hmm. stuff the weird child sex stuff yeah we, we started wanna, that a little weird yeah the whole family loving thing uh do you want to say anything about that about how you children is in like the children of parents and siblings that stuff um <laughs> we don't condone any actual first of all child sex never okay pedophiles bad mm-hmm. burn them with you know tie them in a bag yeah we burn them at the stake yeah hit them with rocks that. um uh the whole sibling thing that was a joke incest uh i mean you know it depends where you are in maine maybe that's your jam but uh in maine yeah <laughs> what uh, about alabama alabama like, maine uh there's you know whatever you're man of that around uh, i recommend virginia don't do it okay it makes a bunch of five head rock biting babies um that you don't want foster families are families too foster families can be families too you have to really commit to the family dynamic but you know it's okay if you want to live your own life anyways yeah i go i don't know uh why can't you sleep with your siblings thanks for listening